What's up, disc golfers? Joe here with Joe's Disc Golf, and well, it is an exciting day, and I know I'm a little bit late to the party, but the Disc Golf Pro Tour, headed up by the magnificent Jeff Spring, has signed a multi-event contract with ESPN to air several events, including the Portland Open. The tournament will air on ESPN 2 on August 4th, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Time. Now, that is all standard fare coming from the announcement from the DGPT. Seems pretty straightforward and innocuous, if I'm being completely honest. Here's the interesting thing, though. TV promotion is not the be-all, end-all that it used to be, but I'll get into that later in the video. There are two ways I could go about this video. The PDGA way and literally copy and paste the DGPT press release. I can just read it to you word for word like an audiobook version of stereo instructions and put you all to sleep. If you're watching this at night, hey, you know what? You might want to fall asleep a little bit faster. Or I could do this the Joe's Disc Golf way, where I give you my interpretation and thoughts on where I think this is going to take the greatest sport in the world giving you my thoughts and interpretations all along the way. But first, a word from this video sponsor, Dog Water. Nothing gets your significant other in a romantic mood better than a bottle of fresh, cloudy dog water. Dog water is bottled in the Swiss Alps and derived from only the finest purebred dog saliva. Whether it's getting together with old friends or making new ones, the sporting life or just having fun, don't settle for just any ordinary dog fluid. Always demand the best. Dog water. And try new dog water light. Hashtag not a real sponsor. I always feel like I have to say that. Overall, I think this is a great move. I think getting positive publicity on a large sporting channel is a step in the right direction. If nothing else, it will expose a large number of people to the best of the best when it comes to disc golf out there. As I mentioned earlier in the video, TV viewership isn't as important as it used to be, especially when you're looking at age groups under 35. Again, more to come on that later. So let's break down this announcement. We can skip the first paragraph since, well, it's just saying what I mentioned in the beginning of the video in the intro. The next two paragraphs say that there have been discussions between the DGPT and ESPN since the off-season, which would put that at about November of 2020. They came to a basic agreement this May. Jeff Spring is quoted as saying, We're excited to be able to offer the worldwide leader in sports programming that features the highest level of disc golf competition in the world. End quote. It's not like Jeff Spring is going to badmouth ESPN in a press release. Who do you think he is? A PDGA president? He's very excited to have this deal go through, and wouldn't you? Yes, cable channels and companies as a whole are on the decline, but there are still hundreds of thousands of people who know very little of disc golf and most certainly have not seen the best of the best play this wonderful, wonderful sport. If people outside the community hear of disc golf, they associate it with that free thing with the goofy baskets at the park and a whole bunch of dudes walking around the park drunk smelling like weed. I'm not saying that we have to abandon our roots, but disc golf is fundamentally counterculture and weird. Yes, I preach that the president of the PDGA should be more professional 
and that the tournament players should act a little more professional. But we are all a little bit like the dude in the American flag shorts running around after James Conrad made the holy shot. We need to find the right balance of respectability and zaniness so our sport can continue to grow. As a whole, our community is very welcoming, and this ESPN contract will show this to a certain extent. Again, this is a professional tournament, so things are a little bit different than normal. Moving on to the fourth and fifth paragraphs, I'm actually going to read these word for word because there's some information in here that I feel like you need to know. The DGPT has incorporated a familiar partner into support of the Portland Open production, Dynamic Discs. Dynamic Discs has been at the forefront of pushing the boundaries to get disc golf production into national media broadcasts. We knew we could count on their support to get this year's slate of shows off the ground, said Spring. We're thrilled to be a leading partner in the effort to grow disc golf on a national level once again, said the Dynamic Discs owner and founder, Jeremy Rusco. This type of exposure only serves to help bolster the continued growth of the sport. The Disc Golf Network will produce the broadcast for ESPN2 as they did in 2020. In addition, Joe Canale from Bluefoot Entertainment will serve as a lead editor and DGPT media partners Jomez Gatekeeper Media and GK Pro will also contribute to the broadcast. Wow, that was a lot to get through. So, unlike last year when Dynamic Discs Open was featured on CBS Sports, the Portland Open deal was led by the Disc Golf Pro Tour. The DDO was pursued by Dynamic Discs, who ultimately paid over six figures to have the tournament broadcast on CBS Sports. This time, the DGPT will have the lead, while Dynamic Discs is the lead sponsor of the event. This ESPN deal is a far larger deal than the DDO deal was. There are more advertising slots available to the DGPT to sell and recoup some of the costs associated with this deal. Let's face it, disc golf is not the NFL and cannot demand multi-billion dollar contracts for allowing their games to be broadcast on the air. The Disc Golf Pro Tour is very hopeful that the programming will generate high ratings and push the event into the main ESPN channel, which is seven times larger than the average ESPN2 viewership. The best quote from Jeff Spring comes in the final paragraph. This contract shows that in regards to national broadcasting, disc golf is not just a filler for a lack of pandemic era sports programming, but instead a valuable asset that draws significant viewership with compelling content. Last year, you could argue that one of the main reasons DDO was on CBS Sports was because it was a bit of a filler spot. Most other pro sports were shut down or playing condensed schedules with no crowds. While the disc golf tournaments had no crowds, it's similar to the PGA tournaments where the crowds stay mostly silent until something crazy happens, a la the holy shot. It feels more natural to not see massive crowds on the sides. I know that is a controversial take right there, but to the masses, they're not used to seeing disc golf presented this way. So not having a lot of people on the sidelines kind of normal feeling. But I have to say, it feels great to see these big crowds at Worlds. The impact that the crowd had after the holy shot was unbelievable. Post-production companies like Jomez gained 96,000 subscribers in 2020, and compare that to 2019, 
where they only gained 69,000. Nice. Jomez is the most extreme example of all the media companies in terms of raw numbers, but they had a larger subscriber base to begin with. When we look at the percentages, we see that all of the major post-production companies are growing in double-digit percentages. That would be companies like GK Pro, Gatekeeper Media, and Central Coast Disc Golf. One of the positives of the pandemic, and yes, there have been a few small positives, is that the explosive growth of disc golf has really taken off, especially here in the United States. The sport is naturally a social distancing sport. Given that everyone's shot ends up generally in wildly different places, it's easy to stay apart. Even when you're all congregated at the tee pads, it's not hard to stay distant from each other. And unlike golf, disc golf is a very cheap sport to start and continue to play. For around $30, you can get a good starter set from any of the major disc golf companies. And most courses are free to play. This is a sport where you only pay what you want after you get the initial set. If you never want to play a tournament or carry more than a handful of discs, you don't have to. If you want to go all in and get a cart, accessory bag, rangefinder, 40 discs in your cart, and play a tournament every single weekend, you can. The flexibility of the sport is amazing. Now I teased this at the beginning of the video, and when I said broadcast TV isn't the be-all, end-all that it used to be, is it still a great boost? Certainly. Is it necessary to grow the disc golf sport? I'm not really set on that. You just need to look at a YouTube channel like Dude Perfect that has, at the time of recording, 56.4 million subscribers. That's more than the combined yearly viewership of the NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL. That is not taken into account the wonky schedules of 2020. This would be a normal season for all of those sports. Currently, the major disc golf media companies, Jomez, GK Pro, Gatekeeper Media, Central Coast Disc Golf, Ace Run Pro, and the Disc Golf Network combined for about 652,000 subscribers. This does not include paid Disc Golf Network subscribers. This is only their YouTube subscribers. And these channels are growing by double digits percentages monthly, according to socialblade.com. It won't be long before these channels cumulatively pass the NHL's 1.6 million viewers. That sounds like a long way from now, but these channels are growing so fast and the growth snowballs and growth begets growth and bigger and bigger audiences. I think the ESPN deal is a nut positive, but as we've seen with the holy shot, you can go viral. My wife had mentioned, who does not even look up anything disc golf, that the holy shot ended up in her Facebook news feed. It was the number one at the ESPN top 10. It was all over the internet. I don't know if you could hop on social media without finding out anything about that. You had golf magazines talking about it. You had Pardon the Take podcast talking about it. Number one sports podcast talking about the holy shot. So you don't necessarily need a deal like the ESPN deal to get tons and tons of new people introduced into disc golf. I believe that with the rapid growth of post-produced companies like Jomez, GK, and Gatekeeper, deals with ESPN will be less and less necessary. I believe these companies will become more significant players and not just a niche market provider. Though, when you look at the Ringer.com article, The Rise of the $10 Million Disc Golf Celebrity, 
you see that there is growth in many, many niche sports like bowling, archery, and darts. It won't be long before places like ESPN, Fox Sports, and CBS Sports are seeking this content out. What do you think about the ESPN deal? Am I way off in my assumptions in the growth of disc golf post-production companies? Let me know what you think in the comments below. Don't forget to find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Joe's Disc Golf. You can talk to me directly through the Joe's Disc Golf Discord server linked in the description below. And always, don't forget to thank Treesus when you get a great tree kick. And if you get a less than favorable kick, reflect and repent for you have transgressed against Treesus in some way. I've been Joe, you've been awesome, and I can't wait to see you all in the next video. 